Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Sunday, the 22nd of January or the 29th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a new parasha or part of the Torah that's called Bo, which means come. And today in history, the official end of winter in the Holy Land, according to tradition. It doesn't really feel like the end of winter. It feels like we are in the middle of winter over here. But that is what the tradition says. So the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus or Shemot, chapter 10, verse 1 through verse 11. And before we start reading the scriptures... Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And now to the portion of scripture reading from the Torah. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go into Paro, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these my signs among them, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and of your son's son what things I have done to Mitzrayim and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. Moshe and Aharon went in to Parol and said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. Or else, if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the surface of the land, so that no one will be able to see the land. They will also eat the rest of what has escaped, what is left to you from the hail, and they will eat every tree which grows for you out of the field. Your houses shall be filled, and the houses of all your servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, as neither your fathers nor your fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth to this day. He turned and went out from Paro. Paro's servants said to him, How long will this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet know that Mitzrayim is destroyed? So Moshe and Aaron were brought again to Paro, and he said to them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But who are those who will go? Moshe said, We will go with our young and with our old. We will go with our sons and with our daughters, with our flocks and with our herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. Then he said to them, The Lord be with you if I let you go with your little ones. See, evil is clearly before your faces. Not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve the Lord. For that is what you desire. 
so they were driven out from Paro's presence. That was Exodus 10, 1 through 11. And now from the portion of the prophets, we will read 1 Kings or Melachim Aleph, chapter 10. Now, when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Shlomo concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great caravan, with camels that bore spices, very much gold and precious stones. And when she had come to Shlomo, she talked with him about all that was in her heart. Shlomo answered all her questions. Nothing was hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Shlomo, and the house that he had built, and the food of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his officials, and their clothing, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was true report that I heard in my own land of your acts and of your wisdom. However, I did not believe the words until I came, and my eyes had seen it. Behold, not even half was told me. Your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame which I heard. Happy are your men, happy are these your servants, who stand continually before you, who hear your wisdom. Blessed is the Lord your God, who delighted in you, to set you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord loved Israel forever, he made you king to do justice and righteousness. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold and very many spices and precious stones. Never again was there such an abundance of spices as these which the queen of Sheba gave to King Shlomo. The fleet of Hiram that brought gold from Ophir also brought in from Ophir great quantities of almug trees and precious stones. And the king made of the almug trees pillars for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, harps also and stringed instruments for the singers. No such almug trees came or were seen to this day. King Shlomo gave to the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatever she asked, in addition to that which Shlomo gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her land, she and her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Shlomo in one year was 666 talents of gold, in addition to that which the traders brought and the traffic of the merchants and of all the kings of the mixed people and of the governors of the country. And King Shlomo made 200 bucklers of beaten gold. 600 shekels of gold went to one buckler. He made 300 shields of beaten gold. Three minas of gold went into one shield. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory 
and overlaid it with the finest gold. There were six steps to the throne, and the top of the throne was round behind, and there were armrests on either side by the place of the seat, and two lions standing beside the armrests. Twelve lions stood there on the one side and on the other on the six steps. Nothing like it was made in any kingdom. All King Shlomo's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. None were of silver, because it was considered of little value in the days of Shlomo. For the king had a fleet of Tashish at sea with Hiram's fleet. Once in three years the fleet of Tashish came, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. Now King Shlomo exceeded all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. All the earth sought the presence of Shlomo to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Year after year, every man brought his tribute, vessels of silver, vessels of gold, clothing, armor, spices, horses, and mules. Shlomo gathered together chariots and horsemen. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen that he kept in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. The king made silver as common as stones in Jerusalem and cedars as common as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland. The horses which Shlomo had, been, had were brought out of Mitzrayim. The king's merchants received them in droves, each drove at a price. A chariot came up and went out of Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and a horse for 150 shekels, and so they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and to the kings of Syria. That was 1 Kings chapter 10. And now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm or Tehilim 109 and 110. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. God of my praise, do not remain silent, for they have opened the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of deceit against me. They have spoken to me with a lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. In return for my love, they are my adversaries, but I am in prayer. They have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set a wicked man over him. Let an adversary stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him come out guilty. Let his prayer be turned into sin. Let his days be few. Let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be wandering beggars. Let them be sought from their ruins. Let the creditor seize all that he has. Let strangers plunder the fruit of his labor. Let there be no one to extend kindness to him. Neither let there be anyone to have pity on his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut, be cut off 
in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered by the Lord, and do not let the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off their memory from the earth, because he did not remember to show kindness, but persecuted the poor and needy man, the broken in heart to kill them. Yes, he loved cursing, and it came to him, and he did not delight in blessing, and it was far from him. He clothed himself with cursing as with his garment, It came into his inward parts like water, like oil into his bones. Let it be to him as the clothing with which he covers himself, for the belt that is always around him. This is the reward of my adversaries from the Lord, of those who speak evil against my soul. But you, Lord, Lord, deal with me for your name's sake, because your loving kindness is good. Deliver me, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I fade away like an evening shadow. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body is thin and lacks fat. I have also become a reproach to them. When they see me, they shake their head. Help me, Lord my God. Save me according to your loving kindness, that they may know that this is your hand, that you, Lord, have done it. They may curse, but you bless. When they arise, they will be shamed, but your servant shall rejoice. Let my adversaries be clothed with dishonor. Let them cover themselves with their own shame as with a robe. I will give great thanks to the Lord with my mouth. Yes, I will praise him among the multitude. For he will stand at the right hand of the needy to save him from those who judge his soul. A Psalm by David The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool for your feet. The Lord will send out the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule among your enemies. Your people offer themselves willingly in the day of your power, in holy array. Out of the womb of the morning you have the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a Kohen forever in the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will crush kings in the day of his wrath. He will judge among the nations. He will heap up dead bodies. He will crush the ruler of the whole earth. He will drink of the brook on the way. Therefore, he will lift up his head. That was Psalm 109 and Psalm 110. Now we have our final portion of scripture from the Apostles. And we will read Luke chapter 22, verse 1 through verse 38. Now the feast of Matzot, which is called Pesach, was approaching. And the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers sought how they might put him to death 
for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Yehuda, who was also called Iscariot, who was counted with the twelve. And he went away and talked with the chief Kohanim and captains about how he might deliver him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. And he consented and sought an opportunity to deliver him to them in the absence of the multitude. Then the day of Matzah came, on which the Pesachlem must, must be sacrificed. And he sent Kepha and Yohanan, saying, Go and prepare the Pesach for us, that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered into the city, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him into the house which he enters. Then you shall tell the master of the house, The rabbi says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Pesach with my disciples? And he will show you a large furnished upper room. Make preparations there. So they went, found things as he had told them, and they prepared the Pesach. And when the hour had come, he sat down with the twelve emissaries. Then he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Pesach with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will no longer by any means eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you, I will not drink at all again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took matzah, and when he had given thanks, he broke and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. And the Son of Man indeed goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man through whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. And there also arose a dispute among them, which of them was considered to be greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the nations lord it over them, and those who have authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. But one who is the greater among you, let him become as the younger, and one who is governing as one who serves. For who is greater? One who sits at the table, or one who serves? Is it not the one who sits at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I confer unto you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Shimon, Shimon, behold, Satan asked to have all of you, that he might sift you as wheat. 
But I prayed for you that your faith would not fail. You, when once you have turned again, establish your brothers. But he said to him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Shimon, the rooster will by no means crow today until you deny that you know me three times. And he said to them, When I sent you out without purse, wallet, and sandals, did you lack anything? They said, Nothing. Then he said to them, But now, whoever has a purse, let him take it, and likewise a wallet. Whoever has none, let him sell his cloak and buy a sword. For I tell you that this which is written must still be fulfilled in me. And he was counted when, with transgressors. For the things concerning me have a fulfillment. So they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said to them, That is enough. That was Luke 22, 1 through 38. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this cycle, you would also read Philippians chapter 2 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shavuot Tov, have a blessed new week, and Shalom from Israel until next time.